Welcome to the best hospitable hosts interview that you are going to see today. My name is Mark Simpson and I'm joined by the fantastic Laura Muse and we are going to find out all about Laura, her business as a hospitable host and about the upcoming book. So firstly, can you let everybody know who you are, how you got started and where we are right now? So I'm Laura Muse, I'm based in Sheffield. I have fabulous holiday lets in the Peak District. Um, I got started in hospitality by accident, <laughs> as I know a lot of people do. We're property investors and developers and we have been for the past nine years. And then after the C word, COVID, as a young family with dogs, children, we just really struggled to find somewhere that had a five-star luxury feel. We always had to compromise on some kind of amenity because we've got dogs or kids. So we thought, well, we're in property, seeing this massive mansion. Let's go buy it and turn it into a holiday let and underestimated the hospitality side of it. <laughs> so it's been an interesting roller coaster. So when were, when did you purchase and where are we right now? Uh, we purchased, we got the keys for Foxlow Grange that we sat in in January 2022. And then we got our second one, June 22. And what are we now? 24, January 24. So two years later. Yeah. What have you learned in two years? Oof, you're on call 24 hours a day, I'm joking. <laughs> what have I learned? I do love what I do, but I've learned that to do this well, it's not a job, it's not a nine to five, it is a lifestyle. It is not investment strategy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's talk about the good, the bad and the ugly. So two years in of being a hospitable host, compared to the life before, what has been the most enjoyable aspect of this business, this this part of the industry. Well, can I have two things? Yeah. Okay, so we, so, so our holiday homes, we've done all the interior design, we've renovated them. So I love that part of the process. Like, and you'll see going to this house, Fox Low Grange or Candle House, there's a colour theme, but every room's unique. And mm. so people can come back time and time again and get a different feel. So I love that part of it. And really for me is the reviews when people have left and you've imprinted, like they've had memories for a lifetime, like, there's no other industry you can really do that in where people come back and you, it's a feeling when you walk in. It's not, a, you know, obviously it's an exchange of money, but it's, it's something that'll last forever. Yeah, which creating memories. Yeah, it's, it's something special. Okay, so we've got the good. Yeah. What's the bad? Cleaners. I hope they're not around. <laughs> um, obviously, you do get really difficult at guests, but they're, I'd say, like 1%, um, and it's how you manage that. But my biggest learning curve is managing staff. Like, cause we don't use external companies anymore. We, cause obviously here there's 15 bedroom, 14 bathrooms. It makes no sense for me to use an external company. So we hire and managing people's egos and expectations is uh, something I try to navigate. <laughs> I'm quite a strong character myself. So I have to uh, sometimes have a little word with myself before I enter them interviews or the meetings that we have. <laughs> So how many people do you hire right now? What's the makeup of the business? Um, so we've got Laura, who is our full-time, well, she's, um, she works 30 hours a week. Uh, she does, she's our head housekeeper. We've got Vicky, who is cleaning slash guest relations. She does about 25 hours a week. Um, then we have Darren, who is our maintenance manager. Hot tubs, we have hot tubs. That's also a negative. It's great for guests, it's negative for me. Um, maintaining them, so he, he works probably 15, 20 hours a week. And then the little old me who does everything else. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so 
we've done the good, we've done the bad. Let's talk about the secret sauce. So you've come at this and the reason why you bought this property, the reason why you started doing this because you, you're scratching your own itch, so to speak. You can find a property that catered to your needs, family, pet friendly, near the peaks. Yeah. And you've brought that into this. So what would you say is your secret sauce? What do you feel that you're doing that maybe others in Buxton or Derbyshire aren't? I think how it actually looks is different to a lot of other places in the Peak District. When we were looking for luxury in the Peak District, there was very limited amount of properties we could compare to. But we are really big on working with other local businesses. So we try and connect our guests with other local experiences, local suppliers and things like that. So we want people to come and spend the money here in the Peak District and stay spending it here, not going off to Alton Towers, like Alton Towers is like 20 minutes away from here. So I'm, mass I'm really big on that. I've started a podcast, which is a Peak District podcast, which is enabling people like myself, a holiday home host, to speak to bigger businesses like the Heights of Abraham, like the Crescent Experience, when let's be honest, really they wouldn't normally speak to me because I have holiday lets. And it's just really opened some doors, like we've got a partnership with Books and Opera House. And I think that's what makes us special. Mm -hmm. um, and we go above and beyond for us guests, I feel. Yeah, I think from personally staying here, the, the secret sauce is that extra service. Yeah. The, the private chef, it's the, the other things that you can, like the, the, the babysitters service and stuff, working with local businesses, it is scattered around. I'm glad around. you added all them in. <laughs> I can speak from first hand. <laughs> Uh, so that is very good. Okay, and then we've talked about lessons learned. So I guess the question is, if you were to sort of go back to year, December 2021, yeah. and you could just uh, have a little tap on Laura's shoulder from 2021 and say, this is the one thing that you need to make sure you do, what would that be? It would have the right PMS to start with, I think. Like, right tech, I've been through three lots. I'm not even two years in. <laughs> like, it's literally mind-blowing. And researching it properly, not just taking people's opinions, because everybody's business is completely different. Yeah. So having a tech and having a proper direct booking website, I'm not just saying that because you're sat here, um, but I've, as you know, it's my third one. Third one. <laughs> um, so researching the tech for what I think I need the business to run like was has been extremely painful for me I'm not gonna lie also as well you need to do it as in you look into the future as well yeah so if you're it's very easy to make decisions on where your business is right now as yeah, in starting no, you're, off you're right, but yeah. your business you've got to look like for two years down the line if you're planning on having one property or one property only then then sound but if your business is going to grow you need to be looking that far down the line it's not like making the bigger budget now but it's thinking about where you need yeah. to be because then future you will thank you. No, and especially like if you want to like manage other people's properties, etc. Whereas we don't want to do, we don't want to use that model. Ours is we would buy and run them ourselves. Yeah. But like the the first lot of software just didn't even have them capabilities. Like yeah. it, it. Well, as we all know, it was very antiquated. <laughs> okay, brilliant. So we're now on to the hospitable <laughs> host fire round Fab Five. Uh, I've got five questions that we've been asked from the team at Hospitable Hosts. And I'm going to ask you them one by one. So the first one, what is the one thing that Belief sets you apart from other hosts when guests stay with you? A feeling when they walk through the door. Nice, that is quick fire. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, number two, what is your favourite amenity that most of your guests give you great feedback on? The brass baths. 
be a freestanding brass bass. Personally, I don't like them because they're a bit cold, but everyone loves them. I'll give you my top tip on this. Go on. You did? Brass, yeah. Do you want to share? <laughs> I might put that in my guest book. <laughs> so before you get in a brass bath, get a shower first, because then you get into a brass bath. If your body normal temperature, you get in it, your top half is freezing. It feels a bit weird on the, on the, on the brass. <laughs> so you get a shower, get nice and wet, and you get in and it's, it's absolutely fine. Top but tip. I can t give you as well a tip. Those brass baths are Instagrammable. I took a picture of it. I put it on uh, my stories and didn't really do lots of tagging or hashtags or anything. Just a picture of that. Loads of people have seen it and reacted to it. And when that happens, more people see it, obviously. So the most people that have seen my stories over the last God knows how long is of that brass bath. <laughs> okay. So it's Instagrammable, which is, again, a key thing is when you're doing your property, have certain things about the property that makes it Instagrammable. Because if you do that, and then encourage the, the handle tag them, chops are good. Winner. That is a very good amenity, the brass bath, because you have them as well in one of the suites in the bedroom. Okay, so now we're not so much talking about you and your business, it's about you as a traveler. So when you've traveled, what has been your most memorable experience as a guest? Me and James did 20, 21 holidays in one year. Like, it was a bit nuts. We haven't been on one since. Um, <laughs> Um, no, is this before kids? This is before kids. Um, so we went to the Maldives and the thing I loved about the Maldives was nothing was a problem. Anything you asked for was there. Yeah. Not like nothing was an issue. And I find I found a lot of places that we've gone over the years, like things are a problem if they're not pre-booked or like yeah. they literally would just bend over backwards for you. And they were just the nicest people. Like, we even started texting one after for a while. We're like, do you want to come and live in England? <laughs> um, but just, they've just, and they're so relaxed. Um, and that's what we try to do at, at our holiday homes is nothing's a problem. We can try and cater for any situation or anything that you need. Because um, I think that's what truly makes, makes you stay. Yeah, one of the good things that you did was in the email that was the day before checkout, there was a list of things to not worry about. So there's a list of things to do, but obviously a list of things like not worry about, as in don't worry about stripping the beds. Because when you're staying in a place, you don't know if it's a requirement or not because there's no communication. I think I may have got that from somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, uh, it's, it is good. And you, again, just got to make life for your guests as easy as possible. Tell them what's expected and what's not. Setting expectations. Yeah. All right, then. So in the year of 21 holidays, which is amazing in itself. Never, never to be repeated. Never to be repeated, but that's like two holidays a month <laughs> what from there was the best memory that you've had as a guest yourself you can talk about the Maldives or anywhere else what's the best memory that you've taken with you from being a guest diving in the Maldives um so when we went to the Maldives it rained for 10 days constantly <laughs> yeah. um but luckily me and my husband are not we don't sunbathing we're probably gonna do it for three hours and then we're bored so we should do like dive three times a day for 10 days and it was awesome nice. right the stuff we saw were and when i went i actually couldn't dive so i learned to dive there nice i mean probably the best place in the world to learn to dive um and then we saw these huge manta rays and i remember sat at the bottom and james had a cold he was fuming so he couldn't even go diving so we're on my own and these big manta rays were like swooping yeah that's that's a that's a feeling and a, a yeah, that I'll never ever forget. Nice. Final question. What is your number one secret <laughs> to being a successful hospitable host? Offering as guests unique experiences, nothing's a problem, and just trying to elevate their stay and make it as easy as possible for them. It's probably a few things there. Done.
Right. If anybody wants to find out more about Muse Escapes, yeah. where should they go? I'm everywhere. <laughs> YouTube, LinkedIn, Facebook. What's the handle? At Muse Escapes. <laughs> <laughs> you said every channel, apart from Facebook. That. <laughs> right, Muse Escapes and museescapes.com. Yep. By Boosley. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, so well done. This is another episode of Hospitable Hosts. Yay. Done.